Welcome to the All or Something Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Kepler, and this podcast is all about ditching black and white thinking and exploring the gray areas of health, happiness, and everything in between. If you're ready to feel empowered and inspired, then let's get to it. Welcome to episode 86 of the All or Something Living Podcast. And today I'm going to share with you three surprising facts about body positivity. So what comes to mind when I mention body positivity? Do you cringe and you think that it sounds gluttonous? Does it seem mystical and out of reach for you? Well, the thing is that the true purpose of body positivity has been hijacked And so what's happened is that it's created many misconceptions around the movement. And I'm here to clear that up in this episode. So I'm going to share a few surprising truths about body positivity that will have you wishing you had liberated your body a long time ago. This podcast is sponsored by the All or Something Lifestyle Crash Course. If you love and benefit from this podcast, then you are really going to love this course. So for just $27, you can learn the ins and outs of how you can finally get out of your own way and become unapologetic about your life's visions and desires. The crash course is divided into four short modules. In the first module, I'll break down how you can stop chasing external validation and find the confidence within yourself to complete any important goal that you set. Module two is all about learning how to have such a deep, fulfilling relationship with yourself that you quit living for the when and you start living for the now. In module three, you'll discover why you likely experience binges and strong cravings when it comes to food and how to set goals to nourish your body without feeling the need to be perfect or restrict or diet all the time. And finally, in module four, you'll learn how to show up more consistently for yourself, your relationships, your professional life, and more. I'll teach you how you can build flexible routines that allow you to be productive while still honoring down days. You'll finish each day feeling accomplished and proud of yourself. With each module, you get a PDF worksheet, and I've even included an emergency self-care kit for times when you feel burnt out or tired. You can access the course anytime, anywhere, and watch the videos with slides if you're a visual learner, or listen as you complete other tasks if you're more of an auditory learner. To sign up, click the link in the show notes or visit laurenkepler.com and go to the courses tab. Hope to see you in there. All right, so the first thing about body positivity is that it's more than just a statement. So most people don't know this, but body positivity is actually a social movement. And this movement was rooted in the belief that all bodies are worthy of respect, regardless of weight or health status. So when people say, and I've heard this said to me often, is, you know, I'm all about body positivity, but I'm just concerned about people's health. Um, that shows to me that you... that someone doesn't understand what body positivity really is because they would recognize that it's a movement separate from um, from health or size. And I feel that this movement is especially necessary considering how we've normalized berating other people for their size. And our, the thing that we say um, or we, um, we camouflage this, this or 
what is the word for it? Um, we justify this bullying under the concern for, because we feel that we're concerned for somebody's health, which is completely bullshit. Like, come on. Um, you're not really concerned for somebody else's health because then you'd be walking up to people, thin people who are eating a burger because that may not necessarily be good for their health. You wouldn't know. Or somebody smoking a cigarette and you would rip it out of their hands and bully them and you don't see that happening. So it's really not out of concern for somebody's health, but that's how people like to justify it. And I know personally... Um, I was teased a lot as a young girl, and that had a lot of negative psychological impacts on my life, and um, and I don't think the people that were teasing me were really concerned for my health. I just think that it was acceptable, and still is acceptable, to berate and make comments on people's bodies, and I'm just hoping that one day we can change that and make it not a normal thing. So body positive activists believe in and they fight for the equality and fair treatment for people of all sizes. So it is important to know, because maybe along with this, you've also heard about health at every size. So body positivity, body positivity and health at every size are two different things. So as I said before, body positivity means that everyone deserves to be treated fairly, regardless of how they look on the inside. And as I said, it's not really tied to health status. And then health at every size promotes balanced eating and physical activity and respect for body diversity. So it basically means that everybody deserves, um, that all bodies deserve a right to engage in healthy activities. And so many people have this assumption, and this is where it's been, this is why health at every size, um, I feel is so important because people in larger bodies feel that they shouldn't be respecting themselves or they, sh they shouldn't respect themselves or take care of their health until they're a smaller size, which is a very interesting way to look at it and doesn't really um, work that way. That's kind of backwards. And the other thing is that people assume that people in larger bodies are unhealthy, which is not always the case, or that people in larger bodies never engage in healthy behaviors. And that's also why they are bullied. Um, and people say things like eat a salad or something like that, which is just ignorance all around, but I digress. Um, anyway, so the, the whole point is that what we're trying to do is provide equal access for the large range of shapes and sizes that we all deserve to pursue health. We all deserve to be respected and not be bullied by the way that we look. Now, I just want to preface all of this by saying I'm not a body positivity expert. There is so much more to the movement, um, and I consider myself just a member of it more than more so than a teacher. But I do want to share with you these these facts in hopes that it'll open up your mind to be more willing to learn more about body positivity if it's a route that you feel that you want to take or you feel that you, you know, you want to work on respecting your body um, and feeling like your body is even worthy of that respect in the first place. So the second, the second fact um, about body positivity or the second truth is that it doesn't encourage complacency. 
And one major criticism about body positivity that I hear again so often is that I can predict it's going to be said is that it promotes obesity. I don't even like the word obesity in the first place. Um, and I recommend that you as well do your research on what that means. Um, and how, you know, the, the harmfulness of that statement. Anyway, aside from the fact that it should be obvious that we all deserve to be treated with respect, regardless of what we look like, body shaming is actually detrimental to a person's health. And that's been proven. It places stress on a person and it's been shown to lead to long-term psychological effects such as depression, anxiety, and eating disorders. And again, I can attest to that because I had developed all three of those things as a result of me being teased for my body at a young age. So if you really do claim that you care about a person's health or, you know, I'm speaking to you and I'm speaking to anybody who bullies somebody in a larger size, or even if you're bullying yourself as a larger size, um, if you claim to care about somebody's health or your own health, then what you need to recognize is that shaming them into changing, if you feel that they need to be shamed into changing, that's not going to be effective. It doesn't work that way. And it's actually more harmful than anything. So try and think about it this way. Would you be more inclined to take care of a body that you love or one you hate? So people who learn to hate their bodies or don't, you know, have decided they don't like their bodies, they tend to numb out. And then when they numb out, it leads them to feeling out of tune with what their body needs, whether that's more sleep, whether that's certain food, whether it's exercise or whatever. And um, when you're numb, it's a lot easier to choose to not exercise and instead to just lay around all day eating anything in sight because you don't want to feel what's going on internally. And I know this, again, my personal experience with this was my binge eating disorder, one of the main culprits of my binge eating disorder was me numbing out in my body because I hated my body. I was ashamed of it. And so instead of facing that and trying to learn to accept and feel that my body was worthy of respect because I had been taught that it wasn't, I would just numb out and binge eat and that ended up further harming myself. But imagine choosing to respect and care for your body, even if you don't love how it looks on the outside. If you were to do that, you'd be more likely to want to exercise and nourish that body, right? And again, an example of that was when I decided to accept my body and start to love my body and stop worrying so much about the outer appearance, but more so how I felt and how I wanted to treat myself, my binge eating disorder like that I had had for almost my entire life, had just, like it just went away. And now um, I want to, I choose to exercise, I choose to meditate, I choose to deeply take care of my body because I have this partnership with her, uh, because I truly do love and respect her, not because I feel that she is supposed to function perfectly and look a certain way, and once she does that, then she's worthy of respect, but I've, I've decided she's worthy of respect regardless because my body does a shit ton for me as it is. She, you know, keeps me strong and going and um, so many things that I could say that I am grateful to my body for, but I wasn't able to recognize that when I believed what society told me about what kind of body deserves respect. 
So just like anything else, you can't shame yourself into changing. And if you still believe that you can change your, shame yourself into changing your habits long term, I think that the all or something crash course will be really helpful, a really good starting point for you to recognize how to use compassion and self-love to create long-term consistent changes in your life that also allow you to feel more joyful and fulfilled and open space for more growth and expansion. So body respect and neutrality is the key to making, also the key to making, there are a few keys, this is one of them, to making positive long-term effects on your health, regardless of what size that you may be. And the other part of, you know, learning more about health at every size and um, kind of delving into this world is, is recognizing that your size does not determine your health. And if you do believe that, then you're going to stay fixated on your health which might, or your size, which might encourage you to engage in actually unhealthy behaviors. And this is what happened to me as well. Using waist trainers, not caring what supplements I was taking, weight loss pills, um, cutting out and restricting large amounts of food. I felt weak. Um, a lot of the times I didn't feel good, but I thought that if I looked a certain way, then I would feel good. It's, I don't know, you might, you might recognize what I'm talking about if you've gone through something similar or seeing somebody that you love go through it. And then the last surprising fact is that you can be body positive and you can still struggle with body image. And so one of the problems of the body positive community is that a lot of people feel uncomfortable in the community because they've been shamed for continuing to struggle with body image and admitting that out loud. And I have to admit that I personally have passed judgment on my friends who vocalized disdain for their bodies, and I recognize now that I was wrong for that. But I did it not because I wanted them to feel bad that they were struggling, but it was because I genuinely did want them to feel better and to stop berating their bodies. However, that wasn't the way to go about the whole thing, and that, that's not what was going to, um, that wasn't the best way that I could encourage them to respect their bodies. And so what I really needed to do, and this is what I try my best to do now, is listen and empathize because I know how tricky body image can be and I still struggle with it as well. So listen and empathize and just remind them of what's possible. And that means just meeting them where they're at, not saying, yeah, I get it, but you could look like, look at it like this or this or whatever. But when I say I remind them of what's possible, uh, I think it's just by me living through example. So I practice what I preach and, um, you know, I, they see the way that I handle my bad body image days and that could influence them or the way that I speak about my body that makes a big impact. So just know that it's possible to have a negative body image day and to still treat your body with love. And that's why I had to figure out that um, that it is still so important that I respect my body regardless of how it looks. And, and to know that I didn't have to, you, you don't have to numb out and try to escape your body on the days that you're having a bad body image days. And actually, sometimes on those days, I even... Um, I even nurture my body even more. So on those days, I, I, 
on bad body image days, I recommend leaning in and asking your body, what do you need? And oftentimes when it is like, because it's not always necessarily a bad body, body image day. It's not that your body looks any different. It's that you're feeling a certain way about your life or yourself or the way that you're treating yourself or, you know, maybe it's really more of a unworthiness kind of day. And so oftentimes self-care, a self-care day is just what the doctor ordered. And so just remember that it's your body doesn't need less love on days like this. It actually needs more. So try and work through it by really listening to yourself and journaling if you need to or just tuning in. Um, Maybe you need some movement. Maybe you need a healthy, nourishing meal. Whatever it is, take care of that. So it might be difficult, but it's important that you respect your own body and other people's bodies. So body positivity has been interpreted in many different ways, but I hope you can understand from the things that I've shared with you here that it's actually a powerful tool for learning to deeply care for yourself and your health, really. Um, in, in, not inadvertently, uh, it's like a, it's a side effect of it. So the more you can respect yourself, the more you'll care for your body, the more you'll take care of your body, and the side effect of that is better health. Sometimes, not always. Health is very, um, very funky. <laughs> but now that you're armed with these facts, I would just, I would love for you to join me in liberating your body. So if you want to learn some more tangible ways that you can improve your body image, be sure to grab a copy of my free body love guide, and that is linked in the show notes for you. Next week, we're going to talk about how you can learn to respond instead of react in situations of conflict with people that you care about or family members. Um, So I'm really excited to share that with you, and I can't wait to talk to you again next week. But until then, just remember that you are enough and you are doing enough.